0: All right. Highs in the 70s tomorrow and Sunday. Ah, And sunshine. How nice. I know. Who could ask for anything more, right? Who
1: could? That's
0: right. So (laughs) we are joined today in the studio by a couple of people. Hi, Wynn.
1: Glad to have you here again.
0: (laughs) That's uh, Wynn Fowles. Hello, Wynn.
1: <laughs> she waved.
0: She waved yes, because uh,
1: waving's good for she radio. She used a
0: video yes, yeah. <laughs> and but our our speaking guest today is Alice Mackey, who's a youth services librarian at the Orange Branch Library. Good morning, Alice. Good morning. Your first time on the show. Welcome.
2: I'm very excited to be here. Well,
0: we're delighted to have you. We're going to be talking about what the library and the community are doing for Juneteenth uh, that is this weekend. So we'll be talking about that in the second half of the show, but. Nicole, what you reading, listening to, binging on, other than the news?
1: Right, a lot of news this week. Couple, couple musicals. In the meantime, uh, Win, can I tell them what we were doing this morning? We were watching, we were we were watching pirated versions of Wicked on YouTube um, <laughs> because we saw it uh, several weeks ago. And uh, yeah, so we've been we've been listening to Broadway tunes all the way down this oh, morning. Nice. Good choices. It's always fun. Yeah, yes. but oh, she has more. Yeah, she wakes up and tells me this morning that she had a dream that, uh, you know, she basically got like a call from a casting director and they were like, do you want to be Alphaba?" And she was like, yeah, I do. And Good choice. so then they gave her the part. I can understand why. I know. So. It's like, that's the best dream ever. It is. No, my book uh, is a continuation of the one that um, I have talked about before. And like I said, it's called the Meant to Be series. Right. Um, it is a Disney authorized um, series that are retellings of classic Disney stories. And um, each one is written in the series by a different author, and they are different stories. So you don't have to go in order, but I am choosing to because it's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> so this one is called By the Book, and it is by Jasmine Guillory. And you know Jasmine Guillory from many other romance novels that she has also done. Uh, the Wedding Date, The Proposal, The Wedding Party, Party of Two, Royal Holiday. That is her whole uh, romance, theory, uh, romance series that she does. Um, This story by the book is a retelling of the Beauty and the Beast story. I
0: figure when the book was in the title, it probably had something to do with Beauty and the Beast.
1: Yes, yes. And so we are uh, meeting our main character, and her name is Isabella, or um, Izzy for short, Isabelle Marlowe. And she lives in Manhattan, and she works for Tale as Old as Time Publishing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Subtle. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There are a lot of, yeah, a lot of little, you know, like, um, what do we call them, Easter eggs, a lot of Easter eggs in the book, and so she, so she um, works for Tale as Old as Time Publishing, and um, she is an assistant to an executive there, and kind of just does a lot of paper pushing, doesn't really get the respect that she deserves. You get kind of a um, uh, Devil Wears Prada feeling from her boss and her relationship, like a little Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway thing happening here. So they uh, go out to California because there's a a big uh, conference happening out there in the publishing world, and um, her boss has a client uh, named Bo Towers who isn't really finishing the book that he's supposed to be finishing. Um, And Izzy is having fun with it because every day her job is to check in with Bo and to say, um, good morning, Bo, or I guess once a week, you know, good morning, Bo, it's Monday again. Uh, We were just wondering how you were progressing on your book. And then he never (laughs) responds. And it's been, you know, a year or two of him not responding to her messages and the book not going anywhere. Um, And so now she's starting to like have fun with the emails. And she's like, you know, oh, hi, Bo it's a uh, snack month and while you're snacking on some chips if you happen to be writing your book i hope you you know <laughs> receive this message well she's getting sillier and sillier because she's like he's not reading them it doesn't matter so they're in california and um she hears her boss um you know talking about how like she just needs to cut this cut this book cut this client for the losses um and Izzy, just for whatever reason, has had kind of enough of feeling like the paper pusher. And she's like, I'm going to do something about this. He lives right around the corner. I'm going to tell my boss that um, I'm going to go and check in with him while I'm here and see if I can save the day. And so she goes. And, of course, when she gets to his um, mansion or his palace, if you will, um, there uh, he's very gruff with her. He's, he's <laughs> almost beastly, if you might <laughs> if you might imagine. Um, He is rude, and, you know, she says, I would just like to give you some encouragement. And he's like, fine, why don't you just stay here every day and give me your pep talks every day? And she's like, fine. And so (laughs) she ends up uh, staying in his house to give him pep talks. And um, she really feels like she's a captive there. Again, we're going back to, you know, the Beauty and the Beast story. And um, she feels so lonely that she begins just kind of like talking to inanimate objects. She's like, "Um, the the bathtub and I have a very nice relationship. She and I (laughs) converse every night. (laughs) Uh, The snacks and I and even my teacup and I have a very nice relationship. And of course, as you can expect, um, she and uh, the beastly Bow Towers, of course, begin to have the friends to, or enemies to friends romance, as we all would predict. So. What a shocking turn of events. Shocking (laughs) turn of events. It's fun. I always
0: thought of Beauty and the Beast as being like the best. Uh, version of the Stockholm syndrome ever put on film?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So. But he does, you know, he does make mention, of course, because she's like, I just need to get out of here because I I, I feel trapped. Even though she's not, she's like, I feel trapped, so she has to get out and uh, he's like you know you're not trapped here so he's like have some keys have some you know go go walk around and do whatever you want but he's like i actually am enjoying your company and she finds out of course he was reading the emails of course it's <laughs> very very cute by the book Jasmine Guillory. it's second in the meant to be series and it uh, is very very new it was just released in may of this year
2: great
0: so, Alice, what have you been listening to, reading, uh, binging on whatever?
2: Yeah, well, um I actually just finished it was the audiobook yesterday and you're going to laugh I picked this one because it is set in a hotel that is covered in snow because this is the week to read stuff like that. Oh, I don't yeah. want anything about any place that's hot or warm. <laughs> I want to be covered in snow whenever it's 100 degrees out. That so, makes
0: sense to me. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right? yeah. And, and I didn't even lose power or air conditioning or anything. So the book I read is called Winter House. Winter is in the name. Literally, yeah. <laughs> By uh, Ben Gutterson. And um, it's it's a really fun book. It was released in 2018. And so also I'm being a little bit sneaky here in that the two sequels are already ready to go. And they all have winter in the name. So I'm yeah. very excited about that.
0: Good, because next week it's going to be back in the 90s. <gasps> so
2: yes, You'll yes. need it again. Not here for it. Um, so, yeah, so it's a it's uh, about a girl named Elizabeth, and um, she's kind of like a precocious girl. It kind of has Harry Potter vibes in that she's living with her aunt and uncle, and there's, you know, a strained relationship there. Um, but one day in the mail, they mysteriously receive this letter that invites her to go to this hotel called Winterhouse. Nobody's ever heard of it before, and it's just for her, and her aunt and uncle are just ready to get her out of the house. So they send her on this bus ride. Uh, to Winter House and of course while she's there she kind of has the run of the place she gets to do whatever she wants um, but of course there's a mystery the yeah. whole house is full of puzzles and she's really good at puzzles so she's solving all these things she's um, makes a friend which is really exciting um, and then she also starts to um, starts to discover some like magical abilities that she has and there's Ooh. some secret magical things going around in the house it's um it's it's a lot of fun. Who um, is who's it, it, who's it written for? What age group? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> so I am a children's librarian, so this is for, like, our middle-grade readers. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I did not even mention that. I'm, I'm so in the kids' <laughs> Yeah, you're like, <laughs> obviously, you <are> This <laughs> is what we all yeah. read, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we're, like, right in the middle of summer reading right now, so I'm just, like, locked into kids' stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, it's one of those ones that, like, even as a grown-up, I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the only thing, you know... As a grown-up, you read it and you kind of see some of the twists coming, but they're still enjoyable twists. Yeah. You know, it's right. still it's still good. Um, so yeah, and it's it's really heartwarming and fun. And there's even stuff in there about like you know family and like what happens when you have an argument with your friends. And so that's that's really sweet. And yes, it's it's set in the winter, so I'm I'm here for that. That right sounds now. fun. It's, what's it
1: called? The Winter House. Winter House. Winter yes. House. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds
0: like fun. So I did something I don't usually do this week. Uh, I saw a teaser for a comedy TV series, and decided we were going to binge it. And so we have now watched 13 of the 18 episodes of the show. Wow, ghosts! <gasps>
1: oh. I like ghosts. You like ghosts? I like okay. ghosts. This a lot. started
0: this last season <laughs> yeah. on CBS. It yeah. started. Uh, it's a redo of a British TV series that started a couple of years earlier. Yeah, it stars Rose as Samantha, and Ut- Utkarsh Ambudkar as Jay. As this, their um. They're a young couple who live in this postage stamp sized New York City apartment. They inherit a 20th century, turn of the 20th century country mansion in upstate New York, and they dream of turning it into a posh bed and breakfast. Yes. Mm. What they don't know is that the, the property is haunted by the ghosts of people who have died on this property over the past, oh, I don't know, thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ghosts. They can't have any contact with the living. So they see what's going on, but they can't do anything about it. They all have little itty-bitty powers that are really kind of strange, but they can't communicate. (laughs) At least until Samantha takes a spill down a two-story flight of stairs, gives herself a major concussion, wakes up in the hospital. When she gets home, she can see the ghosts Ah. and talk to them. Nice. And that is the the kickoff of the story. Now I know what you're probably thinking. You've seen this before, right? I mean, there's the movie The Sixth Sense, all about a kid who see, can see ghosts. Mm-hmm. There's Ghost, of course, with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Patrick Goldberg. Swayze continuing to romance Demi Moore even after she he became a ghost. Uh, there's classic TV series like Topper or even Casper the Friendly Ghost. Shall uh, uh Let's see. But the um, the lead character's name is even stolen from Bewitched, mm-hmm. right, Samantha? Samantha yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, or from our deputy for. Fiscal officer. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but two things make Ghosts absolutely binge worthy. It's an amazing cast of supporting characters and great writing, mm-hmm. great sitcom writing. Uh, let's start with the cast. Okay, Rose McIver is Samantha, and uh, Utkarsh Ambutkar. I've never seen them before in anything. No. Um, and, and Rose has this wonderful mid American accent. She's from New Zealand, of course, because all the best Australian, New Zealand, and UK uh, actors have great American accents. <laughs> um, they do. They're really funny, and they center the show beautifully, but the ghosts steal the show, of course. Um, And I want to just talk about a couple of them. Uh, Devin Chandler-Long is Thorfinn, and he's a Viking. And how did a Viking end up dying in upstate New York? Well, the answer is in episode three. I'm not going (laughs) to spoil it. Uh, but Thorfinn is like a Norse version of the Hulk. <laughs> um, Danielle Pinnock is Alberta. Uh, Alberta Haynes, a 1920s jazz singer who thinks she's been murdered uh, due to her romance with a bootlegger, but she has no idea, really. And every now and then her ghostly power is if she sings at full voice, people can hear moaning. Yeah. So, <laughs> and But then the one who really steals everything is Brandon Scott Jones, who plays uh, Captain Isaac Higgentut, who uh, died in the American Revolutionary War, and he can't get over the fact that he's been forgotten by history. But Alexander Hamilton had a musical right, about right. him. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. So the five other regular ghosts are just as funny. I, I can't, I don't have time to go into all of them. But, but none of this would be worth watching if the writing wasn't so good. Uh, like I said, Ghost is based on a series that started in the UK. It's still going strong there. They're on their fourth season. This show got renewed for another season, so they'll be back in the fall. It was adapt- adapted by Joe Port and Joe Wiseman, who've written a number of TV series in the past. Uh, but they've had a number of different writers for each of the 18 episodes that have, have been uh, done. But the quality has stayed top-notch all the way. I don't know who their showrunner is, but they really keep the thing going well. And it's firmly the humor is firmly rooted in character instead of in jokes or in shtick. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I which the show's probably got a, like maybe a PG thirteen. There's some humor.
1: That some is, of it's like potty humor too. Like the one ghostly like thing that they can do is like fart, and people can smell it.
0: <laughs> that's, that's one ghost. That's, that's not all one of ghost. them. It's yes. just funny. Uh, yeah. And you know you you know you've always seen the things where people run through the ghost. Yes. And apparently that's extremely painful for the ghost. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's only there's 18 episodes they're about 22 23 minutes long each they're currently streaming on Paramount plus and like I said the series has been renewed so if you get hooked on it you'll have another season coming up soon it's definitely worth your time investment and don't worry about the cholera victims they generally stay in the
1: basement. they <laughs> and they love it when you turn on the light lights yeah. yes
0: <laughs> so anyway that that's called uh ghosts and I I Can't wait till it comes out on DVD, then we can circulate it more. But it is a very funny series. I recommend it highly. So we're going to take a break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the uh, Juneteenth celebrations that we're doing at the library and in the community. And we'll also talk about the Friends of the Library book sale that's coming up this weekend. And so stay tuned. Jim Rinaldi's back, and he brought the good weather with him. I so glad it. to hear his
1: voice. Love when Jim takes care of us like that. He
0: does indeed. I just want to reiterate what you heard in the during the break. The big uh, book sale that's coming up at the Orange Branch Library tomorrow, nine to three. It's all books. It will be right there in the lobby of the Orange Branch. We have kids books, adult books, lots of great stuff is available there. So please make sure you stop by. The weather's gonna be beautiful, so you got no excuse to get out and have some fun with the, the book sale. So, And now I'm delighted to welcome Alice Mackey, your services librarian at the Orange Branch Library. How are you doing, Alice? I'm
2: doing great, I'm doing great.
0: I, I love having somebody new on the show who's a, it's great to have you here. So, a
1: first timer. Yes, 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 yes. So, I'm a little bit nervous. You're doing great, you're doing,
0: fine. <laughs> you're doing yep. great. Yep. And you picked a good book to talk about, so everything's cool. nice so tell us what uh some of the stuff we're doing for juneteenth
2: yeah so i'm really excited to talk about juneteenth so um as most of us probably know um juneteenth became a federal holiday in um, 2020 Mm -hmm. but it's been celebrated for much longer than that and and i'll be honest i didn't know i kind of knew of juneteenth but i didn't know the whole history of juneteenth going into it um, so I learned a lot going into this. Um, one of the, the things it's known as is our nation's second independence day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really decided and I can talk more about the history, but I will geek out about it because I'm really excited. about <laughs> it. Um, But uh, so it's known as our nation's second independence day, which I thought was fascinating. Um, so for Juneteenth, uh, a group of us got together and we really started thinking about this idea of freedom and what does freedom mean to you? And it's really fun to start thinking about that, you know, before July. Forth and mm-hmm. really start thinking about it, you know, for all ages and different ways. So, we're, we're doing a couple of things. We have, um, we, we are gonna have some uh, different like activities, kind of connector activities in some of our uh, branches, and they're gonna be the same things, but uh, just depending on uh, wall space, we're gonna, right. they're gonna look a little <laughs> bit different because summer reading, there's a lot going on in our libraries right now. Um, so one of the things we're doing is um, a freedom quilt activity. Um, so uh, one of the things I didn't really know about is that um, uh, there's this this idea of freedom quilts. And we're not really sure if it's, you know, completely history or completely folklore. Um, but this idea that, you know, on the Underground Railroad, um, quilts may have been used as a way to indicate to in- escaping enslaved people, um, you know, you know, where food and water might be or who might be safe to trust. Yeah, That
1: was fascinating to Mm -hmm. me because I and I think as I was reading more about the Freedom Quilts, like it's kind of told as a legend. So we don't Mm -hmm. really know if this is something that actually happened or not. But it seems like it's a solid enough legend that it even has some like this square meant look for this clearing of trees or this square meant. You know, look for um, a helper, a person along the way.
2: Yes. And, I, and and really, I mean, I guess it makes sense that if it were a thing that was supposed to be secret back in the 1860s, that we wouldn't really have a lot of documentation about it. Right. Um, for sure, yeah. So, um, so going off of those quilt squares, what we decided to do is, um, and this can be for anybody. Um, we, <laughs> but mostly the kids enjoy it. Um, so, what we have is um, coloring sheets of all those quilt squares, like you mentioned, um, with a little description on the bottom of you know what they may have meant. Yeah. And so the idea is, um, you can come in, you can color one of those quilt squares, cut it out, and we're going to try and. Um, put together as many quilt squares as we can and make our own quilt that we kind of hang on the walls so I'm, I'm really excited to see where that where that goes that
1: freedom quilt idea is yeah. really cool and that's at all four of our branches everyone's doing a, a freedom quilt yes. and then there's the the star project and that's happening at the orange and delaware branches yes
2: and that one that one's a fun one for all ages um and and we put that up a couple of days ago and we're starting to see some of the responses it's really exciting so the idea is um you can come in and the prompt question is what does freedom mean to you? Mm-hmm. Just very broad. What does is, what is freedom mean to you? Something to think about. And you can write your answer on um, a star and then just put it up on a wall that we have. Um, and it's been really interesting so far to see, you know, across ages and groups, you know, one of the answers that we're getting, it's it's fascinating so far. Um, and it's fun to come back in and see what your neighbors are kind of writing to. Yeah,
1: well, and I think, you know, because you mentioned that, I agree. I mean, I think we're of the same era I I knew of Juneteenth, but I didn't really know a whole heck of a lot about it. I mean, it was 1860. Three, when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and there were still people who were enslaved in Texas until 1865 because no one passed along the memo. Okay. And so, you and know, the war
2: didn't end until spring of 1865. Exactly.
1: And so, you know, people are still in this, not like in this slavery, not knowing that they're free. And so, uh, Juneteenth not only is a celebration of freedom but a celebration of black culture and black history in America um, so if you visit our website DelawareLibrary.org you'll see right on the ho- uh, homepage on our news block we have some really amazing um, aggregation of different things that this whole committee, this Juneteenth committee has come up with some of them are books that will help oh, yes. those of us who you know didn't really get the memo also in our youth of what this uh, holiday is um, do you have any recommendations from that list of books?
2: Oh my gosh there's so many many. Um, my favorite, my my love of books is always going to be picture books because I I will say that they're great for kids, but they're also really great for adults. You know, you learn about something in 32 pages and right. um, gosh, there is, I mean, anything from a like, what is Juneteenth? Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners out there might have um, early school agers that are into the who was, what was series. Right. The what was situation? They will definitely have. Oh, they will, they'll they're going to have um, all kinds of good um, information on that. But for our picture books. Um, oh gosh, there's oh the new one that came out really recently, um, Opal Lee yeah. and what it means to be free. Um, that's written by Alice Faye Duncan, and um, so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with that. There's actually just a lot of new books out there about Juneteenth, and I think maybe becoming a federal holiday has um, is part of that. Stirred some of that, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's so fun to read those books, and and even up into you know our our uh, youth book picks and our adult book picks. You know you can learn about Juneteenth, but a lot. Of the uh, book picks that we have are going to be um, stuff just celebrating black voices and the black experience in america and it um just resilience and really great stories to read and i think
1: telling the story like having voices From that time, like a historical nonfiction, you know, uh, or historical fiction you know, telling the story of the people of that time. It's I was fascinated. I thought the Opal Lee and what it means to be free was really cool. That's the story of like kind of making it the holiday Um, and then all Mm -hmm. different now Juneteenth by Angela Johnson. These are both picture books um, is about, you know, people who were working on the day when they found out what it means, you know, to be free. So I, I. as an adult, sometimes I think learning a new concept, the easiest way to get it is through a picture book. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely,
0: definitely. yeah. The, nothing like a kid's book to get started on a, a subject you don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. So, great. Well, this is this is really exciting, Alice. Thank you so much. Yeah, of uh, course. I appreciate that. And so, again, this is available at all of our branches. Please stop by color a quilt square, um, have your kids color a quilt square, take some home, bring them back. We'll be happy to get them. Yeah, so there's celebrations
1: you. happening the whole weekend too. If you visit that site, um, you'll see a list, because uh, we, we've compiled the celebrations happening in Delaware, in central Ohio, um, and then just links, 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 links to go to all the places. There was a really good Sesame Street video uh, in that, in that
0: God, set I love
2: too. Sesame Street. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Talk about going to a, the most elementary place to find out things. Yeah. <laughs> Can't beat Sesame Street. Exactly. So we do have a busy week. coming. Up at the library. Quite. I, I've already mentioned the bargain book sale at Orange tomorrow from 9 to 3. Uh, Monday, for people my age, we have a wonderful program at the Delaware Library that's not part of the summer reading club. It is making sense of Medicare. <laughs> I am trying to do that right now.
1: It does not, not uh, have anything far. to do with oceans. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope,
0: nothing. Well, unless you talk about feeling like you're drowning in paperwork <laughs> right? with Medicare, but uh we do have much more fun stuff. Like that same day at Powell, we have the Rocking Pirate Magic Show with Erica Carlson. Who was a huge hit at Delaware uh, when she was here very recently yeah so that that's always a fun time yeah um, uh- with Sedgie the Hedgy and her pirate friends. Yes,
1: they are going to go on shore on a very piratey adventure. There will be magic, mayhem, and a hedgehog. (laughs) Of course a hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really fun one. Um, I am excited for Wednesday, June 22nd um, at our Ostrander Branch Library. It's the beginning of the chick hatching season. The chicks are back in town. The chicks are back in town. So uh, 6.30 we are having Bring the Farm to You at the Ostrander Branch Library. It's going to be a one-hour presentation, and they're going to learn about chickens and eggs, and you know how, a, how an egg becomes a chicken, or vice versa, whatever comes first. <laughs> and uh, so then the eggs will be hanging out at the Ostrander Branch Library for the next three weeks, and then we'll have on the calendar when you can stop back to see if they've hatched yet. Yes.
0: And then Thursday, we've got our hiring event. I talked about this with Mark during our uh, the tease for today's show. This is from 1 to 5 at the Liberty Township Hall. We are going to have an uh, open interviews, uh, app, uh, opportunity to drop off an application, learn about what it means to work at the library. We'll be looking for people for the new Liberty Branch Library, but we'll also be looking to infill as we move people around. Mm-hmm. And we have regular openings within the library. We've got several right now. So... Uh, Please come and check us out. Uh, Liberty Township Hall, one to five on Thursday. If you can't do that, li- uh, DelawareLibrary.org/careers is where to find out about job openings at the library or to drop off a, uh, an application. We keep them on file for six weeks. Uh, six months, excuse mm-hmm. me, not six weeks. <laughs> so.
1: We also, this is a good teen program that I'm excited about. Uh, you do need to pre-register for it because we do have supplies. We are providing the supplies for you. It is also on Thursday, 2 p.m. at the Delaware Main Library. Becky Garish um, is a local author and illustrator. She's illustrated some picture books, and uh, she is a, a really great artist. And she is going to be guiding teens ages three to uh, 13 to 17 to draw Um, pet portraits. So if you actually bring, you know, you could bring your phone, but if you bring like a a printed out picture of a pet and any pet in your life, um, you can bring that and she's going to uh, guide you through the process of how to make a portrait of your beloved fluffy or scaly or otherwise fun friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And just a a note, a scheduling note. Next Friday we were scheduled to have Pirates Lost at Sea at the Orange Branch. Uh, we had to reschedule that to July 22nd. In its place, we're going to have the West African Experience, a high energy performance of dance songs from West Africa, great for kids in any age group. Yeah, so really? That, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's, that's that's next Friday, the uh, uh, I can't remember 24th. The Friday 24th,
1: mm-hmm, thank you. Yeah.
0: Uh, at the Orange Branch. Yeah, that's so-
1: Sog, Sog Betty Diamond And oh, yeah. uh, we were looking up some fun facts about Sog Betty yesterday, um, and he we learned he toured with Jimmy Buffett. Oh, uh, wow. Because there was some dance and some West African experience incorporated with, a, a, I guess, a parrot head tour at some point. <laughs> well, a
0: number of the songs that Jimmy Buffett does have that kind of Caribbean feel, so exactly. it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's going to be a busy week at the library. We also have a board meeting on Tuesday night at 5 at the Delaware Library, so uh, the uh, notice on that has gone out to the, the public. So, we will be uh, uh, dealing with a number of different issues, nothing huge on the agenda for this meeting. So anyway, um, it's going to be busy. It's
1: going to be a good week.
0: Uh, Nicole, it's always a pleasure.
1: Always happy to be here.
0: Alice, thank you for being here with us. I'm sure this is not the only time you're going to be on Off the Shelf. Oh, uh, I can't think... wait.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was
0: Gage Tell us behind the board, keeping us honest, and Wyn Fowles working on her iPad and ignoring us. Hi. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Doing her world-famous Lauren Bacall imitation there.
2: <laughs> so anyway, have a great week, and we will see you in the stacks.